so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. Like, we can both go in on this together. And you know what? And I'm also kind of disappointed on a lot of women's responses. These pick-me-ass responses. But go ahead, friend. Why? Hello. And welcome to another episode. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of... Wait, let me get all-inclusive. Hello, everyone. And welcome to another episode of Black Girl Manifest Podcast. Uh, that's Anika over there. And that's the best bitch I ever knew over there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. Hey, Brittany. How you doing, girlfriend? Hey, girl. How you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I got my little wine right here. I was just about to say, so what are you sipping on? Because is it good? Is it sweet? Is it dry? Now, you know I can't stand no sweet. It's a little red blend right here. Okay. Um, yeah, it's dry. It's fairly dry. I'm just, you know, I'm just ready to confirm my auntie status. <laughs> with <laughs> who do I need to send my paperwork into? Right. I'm just like, who do you <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg? Do you do you go to her? Can Oprah be my auntie? She can. The dishes out money every now and again. Oh, every now and again, bitch, you is a billionaire, auntie. You you gonna have to come with the coins. You see, I'm gonna make it a little million stretch for the month, but I do got other shit to do. <laughs> Not this little million stretch this for the month. Million. I'm gonna let this little million stretch for the month, but I need my stipend. Well, okay, just give me that little wig you got on. I'm gonna auction it off down. Okay, uh, good job. That's what <laughs> I said that to my mama. She was taking this makeup quiz online and she decided that she needed to screenshot me all the questions about her skin. I was like, mom, that's your face. And she was like, I just need your help. I was like, mom, but you've been living with that same face for like over 50 years. I don't know why you need my help. She sent it to me. And then halfway through the test, she decided she was done. And I just said, all right, okay, good job. And she just fell out laughing because that was not a good job. I just, I just don't understand you my mama why you need my help but okay they they need that I'm, they today I, I had a slip i was like i'm your mama but i meant to tell i meant to say it the other way around she looked at me and she's like yes you are <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad you got uh i'm glad you got ivy together because kim do not be like i'm like hello why did you not answer my calls that's the coolest way my mama can burn me up is don't answer my call because what else are you doing word and i call my I'll, I'll call my mama double on top of like, okay, I called you the last time you didn't answer and I'm calling you back. And when she ready to answer, I was like, I called you. And she just get quiet. Like, bitch, I know I've seen your calls and I just don't even say nothing. Like, you know, I do that to my mama, but I hate when people do that to me. Do not double call me. I got caller ID. I saw that you called me. Actually don't text me behind that. You called me. I see it. That's what she be saying. She was like, I see your call. She don't say it to me. She be saying it when other people, you know, tell her that they call and and, and t- that lets me know that I'm in that category too. But I just, yeah. I just be like, girl, you know, I called you, but I'm pretty sure you saw that. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you need a hug or something. But you know what? Maya does that to me too. And I'm like, girl, I'm okay. Like, what do you need? I'm like, I just wanted to check on you. I'm good. Oh, your time is coming. You blowing up Kim like that. Your time. Okay, you ain't here. Listen. So, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. I've 
still doing a lot of unpacking mm-hmm. and I'm not very happy with myself but I'm just doing what I can do there's this room the second room is clearing out very very slowly it's just clothes upon clothes upon clothes upon the clothes I'm sick of these clothes socks all the where, where did all this stuff fit before I don't know but they just all everywhere and I'm just trying to sort through them all because I don't know what to do with these these clothes. Fuck you do with your clothes when you move. Can I tell you one thing? Okay, so you don't have small children, but like maybe you can get like your sister and your mama to come over and like make them some listen, just listen to my idea. Make them some snacks, get them some wine. And what I do with the kids is we have a sock party. Like I just dump out all the socks that don't match. And I'm like, okay, whoever gets the most socks wins. And I give them a little prize or whatever. It don't really work too much for my like no more. But when they were younger, they loved it. So maybe y'all can like have a sock uh, shindig. We need socks, but it's also cl- it's also clothes. So that would work. It, it sounds really cute. Who would actually, you know what? I'm going to call my aunt. She would actually really help me out. I'm glad you said that because my mom and my sister they asses just want to come over and eat they would not help and they would be too busy checking and making fun of each other to actually help me out so i gotta call the serious helpers and it ain't that okay I love y'all, but y'all ain't y'all ain't that i gotta call my aunt mika she would actually she told me to call her i forgot about that she would she got my kitchen together so i'm gonna have her come over again mm-hmm. all, all i got to do is feed her and she is happy speaking of eating baby i found me some oxtail and i cannot wait to cook them how much you got? I want to see. Uh, it's just like a. I think it's maybe like four or five pounds. Is it in one pack? Yeah, it's like uh, I got it from Costco. I mean, Will Sam's, and they Ziploc, you know, uh, vacuum sealed it. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe about this big. And so I'm just get you some stew meat to go with it to stretch it out. Okay. Because you're gonna be mad when you cook them down, and you have a bone, and Car have a bone, and Maya have one, and it's done. Just like get the stew me. I like to call myself stretching it out. Okay. You know, them little the beef stew uh-huh. me. Okay. I want to uh, shout out my husband real quick on the podcast. You know, I like to give credit where credit is due. Um, he made some beef stew the other day. Like he he been cooking his ass off lately. He made some beef stew because I've been craving it. I was like, oh, I really want some beef stew. It's getting cold outside. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Really. It was so good it was so good it was so good i think he called his grandma and got a little bit of help but he made a huge pot of it and it's gone and i had mine over some rice oh it was so good good. that sounds good he made some stuffed shells the other day i saw some type of some post him stuffing shells i was like damn i can't get my nigga to stuff shit only one Another comment, but okay. You don't that don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Thank you to my husband. Extra service is my love language. Fuck with me one time. Oh yes. So I'm 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 glad you said that because that reminded me. I definitely have to give a major shout out to my husband too. This is so cheesy. My husband keeps shut up. But I have to because today I asked, you know, it's getting cold and today it was really cool. So this is the plant. My plants have been outside and I've been telling him to put up my rack so that we can have somewhere to put these damn plants. Mm -hmm. 
when he, you know, bring him in the house. So when I came home today, he totally like redid the living room and the dining room, put the dining room, cause we had had the dining room table like back against the wall, just the whole shit. He had put the rack up, put the plants out, put my little, put a little light on top of the plants. I don't know how he knew what plants needed the light at that moment. Put them, put some like hang, hung some of them up, put some of them on stand. Bit. He done had the whole shit. Then I came home. He got the living room all clean with the curtains open. Like, look, bitch, look what I did. I was like, oh, yes, sir. You just. Oh, that boy wants you to bust a wide open. Do you hear me? (laughs) When I tell you, bring it back. It will. Because that just, that did something for me. I was like. (laughs) But yeah, I was, I was like, oh, my God, look at the. I'm going to have to show you, Brittany, because I was just like, it looks so homey in here. Like. I can't wait to come visit. Girl, it was just like. You did that for me? Okay, yes. So, yes. And I was mean to him all week, so I definitely appreciate that. Oh, Look at my uh, big brother uh, taking care of the plant babies. And he looking like, oh. What that is the key to my heart. Like, if you could take care of my, if you could nurture my plants. And I was like, you didn't notice, but you put the right ones in the right place. He just looked at me like, I know what to do. I'm like, the boy said, he I know, but okay. Now, if he would have plugged the humidifier up, he would have got maybe that. Okay, so what before we you know get into the topic, what's one plant? What's like what's your dream plant right now? Um, hmm, there was this plant I saw that I was I couldn't afford at the time just because I I prioritized other ones, but it was like a it's like a call I don't know exactly it's like a red. It's a philodendron. Mm-hmm. It's a something red Congo something. I'll know it if I see it. I can't think of a name, but that's the one that I really want. It's a nice, it's a tropical plant, of course. Um, and it's not necessarily red, but it's like got really pretty leaves. And I think the stems are red. It's a really pretty plant. I'm gonna have to show, show it to you, but that's one that I would really love right now. Mm-hmm. One that I would really love right now would be another Monstera. My Monstera passed away. Oh, and it's okay because you know sometimes you know as plant parents you neglect your children even you know we we talked about this before like going through anxiety and depression so that's how it passed you know passed away so i would really love another one um but other than that i would really like uh a variegated monster. I would take either or, like use all, you know, all green one or variegated. So either or. I got you on on the on the regular green one. I can get start propagating mine, and I have some monstera seeds. Those Please. seeds that I bought, but I don't know where the fuck they are. But I'm gonna find them. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do that. Okay. It's funny, huh? I said, okay. All right, guys, let's jump into the topic. This week's episode is a another, we haven't done this in a while, but this is, I think it might be the second, maybe third true crime episode that we've done. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about some true crime, and the theme of this one is forgiveness. <laughs> forgiveness with true crime? <laughs> Baby. It's very, it's the irony of forgiveness in this crime. Look at me scratching my head. 
yeah, I'm pretty sure you've heard of this story, Brittany, because Brittany knows about everybody who committed a crime ever since 1954, apparently. It's all I do besides our podcast, The Read. I listen to all crime podcasts, as you all know. Yes, yeah, so um, I, remind me to add you to this group called uh, True Crime something on Facebook. Nothing, girl, in true crime groups. <laughs> I actually got this story. Rail shared it on his Facebook, and I looked at the story and I said, "Excuse me." And Ooh. then I thought he shared it from a group, and I was like, "Ain't is he in this group?" But I, when I talked to my brother, we like a lot of the same things, and I'm just like, mm, "Okay." But yes, yeah, so I, I was like, "Ooh, let me join the group," and it would be like I, we'd be having to go off on the Karens because oh, baby, add me to this group. I love to go off on the white. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add you to the group. Okay, have you ever heard of, let me just get his, I have to get his name out of there because y'all, Brittany knows it all. Gregory Green, does that ring a bell? Gregory Green. Gregory Green. It does not at this moment, but. But I'm pretty sure you know this story. Okay, come on, Tim. So y'all, this is the story of a man named Gregory Green. In 1991, Michigan man Gregory Green stabbed his wife in the face and the chest, killing Girl. her. You know it. No. Oh, it's bad. In the face? In, her, in the face and chest, killing her and their unborn child. Oh, my God. Okay. Then he called 911 and waited for the police to come. Gregory has patience. And Gregory has time. <laughs> this is not what. Gregory is mentally insane. Okay. Gregory is crazy. (laughs) After serving about 16 years in prison for murder, Green was released on parole with the support of family and friends, including a pastor who lobbied on his behalf, whose daughter Gregory would marry. Let's put a pin. No. (laughs) I want to know. Okay, this this was in 1991. I would like to know, like, you you only got, mind you, let me just let y'all know, Gregory Green is black. I didn't want to go in on him because I, I like to do true crime stories on black people that, you know, we want to know more about, you know, but this one, he was the perpetrator, but we still going to talk about it. 16 years for killing somebody? No, 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 no. Not 16 years for just killing somebody. 16 years for killing two people? Two people, excuse me. Your, your wife okay and that you stabbed her in the face and chest and your unborn child so eight years for each person that's it enough to still have a life and get out and what i what that last and then for people to lie before you and be like yeah you know he's a great person the fuck pastor to lobby okay a pastor lobby on his behalf and whose daughter green would marry no, no. Mm-mm. Listen. Okay. The pa- if I was the pastor wife, you would have me all fucked up. All types of ways. Okay. We have to. Do, this. This is what. This is what I'm talking about when I say forgiveness. So, this is like it. It kind of poses the question. Like, I personally am not dating nobody that done hard time. That's just me. Judge your mama. Judge me. But I'm just not gonna do that. Um, but if you were and you were open to that like i would think murder is a if they were honest enough to tell you why 
and I'm pretty sure obviously they knew murder is enough for me to say nah especially knowing that it was your wife and your your unborn kid and this is like a public case I'm, I'm gonna have to say no I can't I can't no I, I can't fuck with that I know you can't I mm-mm. Uh, the most you gonna get out of me for a jail sentence is overnight for driving on your suspended license. If you gotta spend forty eight hours in jail, I'm gone. I'll see you later. <laughs> what yeah, what the hell are y'all doing? You can you've been here sixteen years. You know what? In the what? I can I can see where this is going, but go ahead, continue. This is a quote from the pastor. Gregory and I were friends before his mishap and he was incarcerated. Mishap! (laughs) (laughs) He wrote in the, he, this is what his his pastor wrote to his uh, parole board in August of 2005. He was a member of our church. I feel he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage he has caused as much as possible and is sorry. Okay. I just don't a mishap is like, you know, my I spilled milk on the floor. I was literally about to say that. My my four year old spilling his milk on the floor. That's a mishap. Killing somebody is not a mishap. That is not a mishap. That's that's called murder. But okay, I like I like that people can dumb down something and and I noticed this with a lot of um, orange agent supporters people can dumb down his actions and call them other things as to not have like deep emotional ties about you know what really happened because it's fucked up okay the pastor goes on to say if he was to be released he would be welcomed as part of our church community and whatever we could do to help him adjust we would he wrote a year later listen gregory green could not sit next to me in church he couldn't because soon as he soon as Gregory Green came back to church, what y'all wanna say? Y'all eating up we ain't fellowshipping. Um I don't know. I don't know that I would necessarily I don't know if I would leave the church. I don't I ain't into no church shit now, so it's hard for me to say what I would do in my current, you know. I, I don't know. I probably would be like, Y'all got something. But but then that, that goes part of, you know, you forgive somebody, he got out, and a lot of people assume think that um kind of assume like you what the law says it's okay then it is so if he got out then he's being absolved and it's like that doesn't change what he's done though just as much as the somebody can get in trouble and they didn't even do anything and i think people especially church christian people need to realize that the law is just not the end all be all they fail people all the time anyways green was released in 2008 and later married faith harris that was the daughter of the pastor. They had two daughters, Koi, five, and Kaylee, four. Okay. Then came a shocking slaughter. Girl. Early in the morning of September 21st, 2016, Faith Harris Green found herself bound with duct tape and zip ties in the basement of their home in Dearborn Heights, Michigan, just outside of Detroit. Her foot had been shot and her face slashed with the box cutters, prosec- prosecutors say. Her two, her two teenage children, Gregory Green's stepchildren, were with her, dead of gunshot wounds. She had watched them die. Her two younger children were dead upstairs, poisoned with carbon monoxide. The killer was Harris Green's husband, the same man from Glenwood. 
No, the same man whose freedom her father advocated for more than a decade ago. As Green did when he killed his first wife, he called 911 and waited for police to come, authorities said. He had just shot his family and they were inside the house, he told officers. Green is now back in prison. Last week, he received what amounts to a life sentence. He'll be 97 by the time he's eligible for parole. Again, how the fuck is he eligible for anything besides the death chair? according to the prosecutor's office. During the sentencing hearing, Harris Green, wearing a white turtleneck, spoke to her children's killer, perhaps for the last time. You are a con artist. You are a monster. You are a devil in disguise. You are now forever exposed, she said, as she stood behind a podium in a Wayne County courtroom. Her ex-husband, in a dark green jail uniform, sat stoically a few feet away, his back toward her. No punishment will be enough for her children's death, Harris Green said. Not even torture and death will be justice, she said. Your justice will come when you burn in hell for all eternity for murdering four innocent children, all because you're insecure. I wish they would go more into his insecurities because there seems to be no type of motivation here. A spokesman for the prosecutor's office said Harris Green has asked not to be contacted by the media. She was granted a divorce in December, according to, this must have been, oh, this was in 2017, according to media reports. What prompted Green to kill his family and why he immediately confessed to it is unclear. He had been found mentally competent, the Detroit News reported. Last month, when he pleaded guilty to the charges, Green cried as he described what he'd done. Unfortunately, this is from Green. I took the lives of Kaylee Coy, Chadney, and Kara, he said in court. I shot my ex-wife. I left my two girls in the car, Kara and Chadney. I shot them. The car was filled with carbon monoxide while the two children were inside. Investigators found duct tape on the muffler of the car. A plastic tube was attached to it, according to the prosecutor's office. The bodies were later moved inside the house. Green also spoke during his sentencing hearing last week. His brief statement was apologetic, but he gave no explanations of the motive behind the violent deaths. I feel bad for how this deeply impacted everyone and may God help them help me, he said in court. And that's Gregory Green. And so I started this off saying forgiveness because clearly they were at the point where they were ready for, to forgive and move past it. But I think that certain things that people do are an indicator that we just stay the fuck away from them. So we ain't even got to worry about no forgiveness. What in the entire fuck would make you marry somebody you knew killed your ex-wife, killed his ex-wife and their child? And then you proceed to have him around your children and have more children by him and then call him a con artist? Who he con? I mean, I guess he conned you, but you conned yourself. There's no uh, way as a woman with children who would let myself marry and have children by someone who I know has murdered and killed his uh, wife and uh, child, unborn child. There's no way. No way. So then, at that point, oof, I don't. I don't want to say this because I don't want to victim blame. But then, at some point, 
I, I got to take responsibility for my own actions because I knew what it was before. Right. And, and then, so if he would do it to somebody else, he would do it to me. And it's kind of like, it's almost, I don't know what her line of thinking was, but the only thing I can think as a woman you could have been thinking is I forgive him. He's a good man for whatever he was doing at the time that would have said he was a good man. And that in your mind, you would have had to ask yourself, why wouldn't he do that to me and, to, and he would do that to her? So you would have had to try to either project something onto her that she would have done to cause her own death and exclude yourself from being like that. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that I can see that you could move past it in a, in a forgiveness type of way, almost like a ego driven way. Well, not me, but he won't do it to me. Because if it wasn't that way, then you would put yourself on the same level as her. Somebody that's intimate with him, somebody that's had that, you know, he got pregnant and he kills him. He literally doesn't have anything to say, but God helped them help me. They would have had to shoot me because I would have had to. All you have to say, my two kids, them ain't even your kids. You killed my. I don't know how I would be able to just like live after that. Like, how do you go on? So you pl- you plan this because well, as you were reading, I I looked it up on Murderpedia, and it said it kind of went into a little bit more detail about how he killed the other two children in the car, um, by like wrapping the muffler up. Yeah, that's what this was. That he put he. Okay. Tapped- I just so you you plan this and if you you have enough common sense to call the police after you murder somebody why just not separate yourself altogether and then they said he was he's found to be mentally competent and that it makes me scratch my head like because i don't want him to be mentally competent i want something to be mentally off with him but if he's sound of mind and body then what are we to say of like is he just evil and then fake apologetic in the courtroom what like what the hell is going on that's very strange to me i would like some more information about this i would like all the information i would this is no i've i've never heard of this this is very interesting i would like to talk to the pastor personally i would like to say um pastor So why kill the children and why leave her alive? Why not kill everybody? I don't even know. Like, she really got lucky. Hell, and I guess in some instances she was right. Maybe she was different from the other girl. But them kids suffered from it either way. Like, I don't, I don't, I would like to know, like, more information on to, like, we'll, I don't, I don't know if this is the case, like, we will ever know, like, why he, how did did he keep her alive? Is it something like she was supposed, she was supposed to be dead? And she just survived it, or what? It sounds like he kept her alive on purpose, just from the little information, you know, I saw. But that right there, ain't no way that my forgiveness go that far. It don't. Ever, 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 ever. If if she could, if she could have not forgave, then her kids would have been alive. Yeah. Yeah. All that forgive and forget shit. Some of that stuff is with you for a reason. No, I mean, I, I, I can, I can do the forgiving part, but I may, I may never forget, ever. 
I can't for, I I'm not the one to forgive you for killing nobody. I'm not the I'm not the one who's gonna marry your motherfucking ass after you done kill first of all. You was not getting in this pussy after you killed your ex wife. Sir, you can't even sniff it, sir. Oh. Don't even sit on my pew at church. Matter of fact, I don't want to sit on your side because it's y'all might burn up at any minute over there. Matter of fact, I'll stop coming to church if you come. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no. No. And you literally have more kids and kill them. Now, what would have said something to me is like and then maybe you kill somebody else's kids on top of it. I was gonna say if he would have just killed his own kids and left the other kids alive, like maybe my spawn is just fucked up and I'm trying to eliminate them from the world. It still don't make it right, but that give me a little bit more, you know, rationale in his mind. Like maybe it's some self-hate and these are your see but this right here, I can't make no kind of sense out of that. None. Do you ever wonder like how many serial killers like you pass on a daily basis? No, bitch. I've never thought about that. But only your creepy, reapy ass will don't think about some shit like that. Listen, I be make listen. What? Now my life, my life has changed from this point. On. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder that. I just, I just. Have I ever con- come in contact with somebody who has killed somebody before? I don't know. It's just like you just. Like what? First of all, I want to know what sets people off in that manner for you to want to kill somebody. Like, yeah, I be saying all the time, like I will fucking kill you. Like, but I'm just mad, you know, whatever. I don't think I could ever physically, unless my own life was in danger, right. kill somebody else. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's we. I. I don't know. And then just to kill people out of, you know, pleasure or sexual pleasure or you have no idea how many who men are not men are not all men. Let me say that because it's a majority of white men, to be honest. Uh, They are just little nasty, freaky, little. I get off on this deviant sexual ass murdering ass i want to rape you and put your bra and panties on and kill you afterwards type of shit i don't get it like i'm i'm here in my bra and panties like why do you need to put them on (laughs) i will buy you some savage fenty if you want it i don't i don't get it i don't but yeah I, i couldn't fathom that either the whole you know unless my life was in danger or unless it was a very opportunistic time there was a bounty on the head yeah. So, but now now that makes me really wonder if like he's really like i mean you said that he was uh mentally competent that's uh, that's according to the detroit but um, yeah I, I wonder if he's really mentally competent because what person wants to go to jail what person really wants to be caught for any nobody ever really wants to be caught for doing wrong so no, but maybe Okay, so if he doesn't, if he's mentally competent, meaning that he doesn't show any signs of any type of mental disorder, such as bipolar, schizophrenia, he doesn't have any signs that they can put him in that categorize him or else they'd be making up shit and they have to declare him as competent. Um, It's very likely that he may just have an appetite for killing people close to him 
and just knowing that it's wrong and just calling the police. I did it and I just need to be in jail. And then they said also that when he was in jail, they let him out on parole because his jail record like was super clean. He didn't do, you know, no type, no trouble, no nothing in jail. He didn't want to probably have his, his record was like really clean. So it just sounds, it sounds like he just liked to kill. And there was like he has a power issue with women. Um, Because you know, like a lot of these men like to go to jail. Like I was listening to a story today uh, where this man had killed a woman. Well, you know, he's a serial killer um, and didn't want to be put in general population because he was scared other people were going to kill him. So you are just afraid of, you, you, you can prey on women, but then when it comes down to it, you know, like when you go to jail and other men don't particularly care for you uh, harming women and children, you know, this was going to get your ass busted in jail. You're scared of that. Right. So that, that does become a power issue because it's like, look, I know my power only goes so far, but over you, I can, I can take you. Yeah. I'm a bitch main nigga. <sighs> it's just... This just goes down to boil to you like uh, protect women and black women specifically because I just I was uh, reading this thread where it says like you know if you if there were no men on the earth what what would you be able to do freely oh. and just some of the answer would be like go to the beach walk alone in dark you know by yourself and do this and do that and da, da, da. it's just so many things that you can't do as a woman freely because people prey on you you have to be alert at all times like for real for real like and y'all notice like i hate to cut you off Brittany, um but we're not praying on each other in that way where we're like if you want to take a, a right. night walk on the beach, I'm worried about somebody that looks like me or even a white lady. Like, I'm not worried about them right. coming and, you know, doing something. Most I can say is she might show up and say she's going to call the police. But usually women are not, when like, we ain't praying on each other. When you think about women being abducted and stuff, maybe there's women that's in the plot of it, but it's it's on some men-led shit. And it's just like, yeah. if, men, if there were no men on earth, it would be like, just even just for like a 24 hours or 48 hours, like, knowing there's no man, do you know, like, like, I be looking out the blinds, like, I can take a night walk. Yeah, yeah it don't even, it's in my head, it's like, and I have to yeah. say this, like, I've, I've had a conversation with my husband, like, you know, I can't, when I'm, whenever I'm out, you can just, you know, be relaxed and looking down at your phone, but I always got to be alert, um, because I just never know, and it's just, that's just how it is, and it's not because, you know, it's always, we have to, we're told to be more careful, but nobody tells y'all to, hey, stop raping, stop, like, attacking women, stop being fucking weird, stop doing all the shit you're doing, you know, because you're a man and you got appetite. None, nobody's saying that. It's just like, you yeah. know. Yeah, to go back to what you were saying, um, a lot of the women serial killers that I know about, either, you know, like Arlene, uh, Arlene Worlds, I hope I'm saying her name correctly, probably not, but she was, you know, a sex worker who uh, start attacking men because you know she was raped several times so she started mm. doing them how you know one movie that me and Anika loved when we were younger was Monster 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about, you know, uh, Arlene Worlds as, you know, her life story. But then, you know, listen, listening to other stories about women, you know, women who have killed, like you said, it is a lot of, uh, more times than not, or what the stories I've heard is that it's men led like okay like we're gonna get these children and you're gonna capture them and you're gonna be the person who uh talks to these children because children trust women a lot more than they trust men or whatever it's always uh, a man behind it and it's 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 just weird it's it's It's, i don't know you know what i was up the earliest morning and just like one like quick story i wanted to mention because you said protect protect black women and this is another like some predatory ass nigga shit um there was a story the shade room posted and it was like three something this morning i was just up like looking into it looking into this girl's story but basically and i cannot find it for shit now basically there was um a girl who she's from baltimore um and they put her story up just yesterday sometime they put so much stuff up i can't even keep up but she pretty much was dating somebody she's like 28 years old dating a guy and she for whatever reasons she broke up with him they, they only had been dating for four months she broke it off with him and he's like won't let it go to the point where he's broken into her house stole her car keys um coming up to her job she's lost her job and what what else and and so she has like she pretty much called the police like listen i think he gonna kill me you know i'm you know i need somebody to help do something and the police are pretty much saying i can't help you until he actually does something for you just and it's like really there's I get that. I, I can get that side of it and then I can't the other part of my brain doesn't get that either. Like like okay, yeah, like you could potentially be lying and say that this person has done something to you and they haven't done anything to you at all. I, I can get that part. But then on the flip side of that is like more times than not it's a fact that men do shit to women all the time especially she has proof she had like him she had him recording i know you probably heard the recording he was like what the most you can say about me was i was abusive the uh, most you can say about me well first of all let's let's just let's just let's get this clear four months is not enough time for you to be that emotionally invested you crazy as fuck for four months you crazy if you feel that way about me in four months where you have to stalk me there's something mentally wrong with you oh for sure but like there's nothing that i have done that makes you feel four months because i know you i we all talk to some start talking to somebody and they just it get a little too liking like wait a minute yeah i had an instance where i was oh we weren't even dating we were not dating we went out publicly one time. We went out one time for your birthday dinner. I don't know if you remember this. I think so. And he would not, he like popped up at my job. He popped up in the front of my house. He did. I was genuinely scared for a little minute. Like, 
sir, leave me the fuck alone. And he seemed like such a nice guy. He and oh Lord have mercy. He would text me, rant, I see you. The fuck? Like it was just it was it was it was creepy. It was weird. Thankfully nothing ever happened off of that, but come on y'all. It's just as much as you, you like this woman, if she's not interested, there's somebody else. Like you don't have to get your they're crazy in love and talk to shit. This shit is not cute. It's not. But, and then they also said, then I was reading more into the comments because I just couldn't help it, that this was, they was like, his name is this, also known as this. He goes by this or this. How he got all them different names? That that was enough. Ooh, ooh. That was enough. You know what I'm saying? Like It was like, it was like his name was like, some type of Muslim sounding name, but then he go by this other name, but then he go by Deshaun or Sean, and none of them sound, it was just like, why? it was like four or five aliases, and it was like, okay, then then I saw a bunch of people saying that it was a transgendered woman, transgendered man. I don't know what that had to do with anything. Uh, I don't know, maybe if that's the reason why she decided that she I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was a more than five people saying that. And I, some people went straight, like, this is his Instagram and all the people, his Instagram was private, of course, and hers wasn't, which I was very surprised that hers was open like that. And his was the one that it was, it was just strange to be, you know, because it's like, I just don't think it's fair to assume that somebody's lying. You know, I'm saying we all get our facts and make our own conclusions. I get that. But if somebody's telling you they're fearing for their life and they're, they've got messages where it's threatening, something should be done to protect them. I mean, a restraining order. Um, she said she had to move. And and the thing about it, when somebody is dead set on wanting to do something to you, that I believe they can find you. You know what I'm saying? It's things you can try to do to protect yourself, but it's, it's just like we kind of get the last ass crack bare minimum when it comes to protection because we already so strong I guess we don't need any protection mm. that will start with our own men being a little bit more on outside I think but hey what do I know yeah <sighs> okay well <That's> a lot <laughs> good job <laughs> all right good job <laughs> okay well let's take a break and we will be right back you bake. All right, this is Anika's favorite segment. Wait, are we not doing Stone of the Week? Oh yeah, how do you want to do that? Do you want to do Audacity segment first, or you want to do Stone of the Stone of the Week first? How do we used to do Stone of the Week? Okay. All right, guys, and we're back. Um, here I am reporting live for the Stone of the Week. Uh, this week's Stone of the Week would be. Howlite. Have you ever heard of Howlite? Can you spell that? No. H-O-W-L-I-T-E. Some country. Oh. Mm-mm. Howlite is white in color with like uh, black streaks in it. I'm going to show you a picture of it. Okay. It kind of looks like a, a cracked egg a little bit. Can you see that? So bright. I can't see it at all. Damn Put it. your hand over here. Oh, okay, okay. I it kind of looks like a, a bird's egg a little bit. It does okay. Okay, so 
How light is a calming stone and it can help reduce levels of stress and anger as well as anger, anger directed towards yourself. How light absorbs negative energy. It has calming qualities and thoughts to help reduce insomnia and relieves and unburdens an overactive mind. Uh, it represents the spiritual qualities of stillness, tenderness, and open-mindedness. Um, it is associated with the crown chakra. To cleanse your highlight, highlight, you'll need soapy water and a soft cloth. Remember to remove all soapy residue um, because, you know, when you when you have crystals, remember actively research what crystals you can clean with water and which crystals you cannot clean with water. You don't want your crystals to dissolve because they are made of the earth. Um, a lot of stuff that's tumbled, you can clean that with water. Um, and that's it for highlight. I didn't really find too much on it. Um, I like it. It looks nice. I don't know if I would go out of my way to go get one. But. It sounds like something I actually would need. And, and and also that crystal set you sent me too, I definitely have to get that because that sounds yeah. like something I need. I have something that looks kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Look, let me go see. I'm, I'll show it to you after after we're done because maybe that's what I have and I didn't know it. I doubt it, but I, it kind of looks similar to that. But Okay, okay good job. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving into my favorite segment of the podcast. Mm -hmm. We have reached the segment where um how do I even introduce this? I they got the audacity all the time. Niggas ain't got shit else, but they got the audacity. Oh, and I didn't even I didn't even know I was gonna say this, but mm -hmm. come on. This week's audacity goes out to it's I don't know how, huh right this week's audacity is sponsored <laughs> by motherfucking Deval Ellis okay oh, <laughs> oh, um, the you oh, oh. I'm gonna say famous by pretty famous YouTube couple Kadeen and Deval Ellis you, before you even before you even get started i'm just so disappointed i'm so disappointed like we can both go in on this together and you know what and i'm also kind of disappointed on a lot of women's responses these pick me as responses but go ahead friend i just want to let you guys know that they're fucking they shut the fuck up devout <laughs> so back to who they are i ain't even told y'all what the man said this is a YouTube couple and they YouTube a lot of family and couple stuff. And they started a podcast, I think about a year ago or so. The kids are um, so cute. Kids are super adorable. You, you guys have seen them somewhere. Even the, there's memes of him saying something about being a stepdad, which is fucked up because them is his kids in the picture. The battle is on the show uh, on BET called Brothers. Yeah. Okay. That too. I, I haven't seen that, but I got to. I'm, I'm going on my way to watch it because it's Tyler Perry. I'm not going on my way to watch it. Right, okay, that's probably why. Um, the Val is a, is a, is a, both of them are good looking, both of them are really seeming like nice Listen. people. Listen. And, um, but the Val gives me he, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, okay? So they have a podcast, and they, the whole premise of their platform is that they're honest and open about, um, 
their like relationship and the struggles they have as a married millennial couple that's like their thing and we kind of watch them you know with their kids raise their kids online and have these funny videos Deval seems like a great guy but Deval gives me even before they had an episode about it, Deval gives me I want to see what's out here vibes you, you know what before you get too deep into this uh, I told Anika a long time ago, like we would listen to their podcast a lot, and I start, li- I stopped listening to their podcast because I don't want to jump ahead. But there's a lot more to a relationship besides sex. It is, and I was kind of like talking a- about it every fucking episode, and it's a beating a dead horse. Is and you can tell like she's like, okay, let's move on. Right, because certain things, like, I get that this is something that we're being open and honest, and in this, okay, look, so he always, he talks about sex, and I get that that's something that's important in a relationship, I get that, and he made a point at one time to say, you know, um, if if sex is important enough to where you wouldn't want me to do it, why is it that you don't want to do it when I want to do it, which okay. is a valid-ish point. Okay, okay. so, as a, as, a, as a woman, and as somebody who's married, how where does sex rank on your list? Um, as far as there's a lot of things on the list, but it's it's not it's not gonna be, and I think for most women, it's not gonna be that I think it changes during the course of your relationship. You know, in the beginning, it was very high on the list because the fuck. But as you especially being married and other issues arise and you just start to you know get to know your partner more and there's other more intimate things you guys do together it's not that you don't want to do it it's just that sex just kind of comes down for 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 different reasons you know what i'm saying i would say as a woman it just gets kind of i don't care what no woman say i know that there's always those women that be like well if he can't keep up with me girl okay we're not talking about you go have a seat it ain't even about that but it's just like other things come up and sometimes if you're annoyed with something or if you're somebody's not holding their end of the bargain for whatever reason sometimes it just that's not gonna be because mentally we're not where they are when it comes to sex right so that means something that I'm always having to mentally prepare or something to do for you when I'm cool you know a couple times week we good but if I'm knowing you want more of that, then you're going to have to show me a little bit more so I can be motivated to do that. And they don't realize that they kind of, you know, they kind of just want like an engine to pull and it's not an engine. It's like, you know, acts of service. There's your ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you only get it there. I'm just saying if you want it more than, and I'm pretty sure he seems like the guy he's bringing in, you know, taking care of his family, doing what he supposed to do and things like that. But I'm pretty sure he's got a lot of cocky to go along with it. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, he is not a, a bum. He is not a... No, he's a good-looking dude. He he looks... he DeVal is, you know, a nice-looking man. He's fine. He's, you know, his body's together. He is visually appealing. He looks good. and But just as he looks good, Kadeem looks better. I'm about to say, Kadeem, I'm willing to say Kadeem looks better. Cause let me tell you something. If they was to break up, Kadeen, he will move on faster, but he'd be a lot pissed off, more pissed off about right. with that. Cause she gonna have niggas. Right. So, so to to give you a visual of, how, 
uh, he is the the turkey or the ham for Thanksgiving, but she's the motherfucking sides. All of the sides. All of the sides. She's the good-ass macaroni. She's the damn candy yam. She's the green with the ham hocks in it. She's, you, she's the sides and the dessert. She fine as fuck. Period. The ass and I would scissor the fuck out that bitch. Do you hear me? You would what? Scissor. All of that. Shing, 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 shing. Kadeem, baby, let me tell you. This. Oh, honey. <laughs> so, okay. So, the let me get to the, the reason why I'm telling this audacity. We kind of went deeper than I meant, but it's it's cool. The audacity is, so this week's, I guess, episode of their podcast or whatever the hell they were recording, it was a video they were recording as well. And I was like, I only saw like a clip of it, but this was enough. So pretty much DeVal mentioned, brought up the sex thing again. And to me, mm-hmm. if that's something you bring up every time, like you need to resolve that shit or figure out something to do. We don't want to hear about that shit every single, y'all had a couple episodes about it. We get it. So he, he says something about why are women forcing men into monogamy if it's not going to be, if they don't want to have sex when they want them to he claims he understands about having the children blah blah but it don't really seem like he do about you know and just mentally we're different so and she was just like when did I force you into monogamy you asked me to marry you he's like don't sit here acting like it wasn't a forced thing and I'm like wait a minute now y'all getting too personal because now him getting too personal because whatever she might have said hey she might have gave him an ultimatum and said hey we cannot continue this relationship unless we're going to be married that's not forcing you to marry her that's saying hey if you want to be with me we need to step it up. And if you don't, step it back. That I would not say that's forcing. You had that's a choice. It's either A or B. You're not about to keep dragging me the fuck along like the most of y'all raggedy ass niggas and don't do don't have nothing to, you know, no plans. And so anyway, she kind of looked, she was very graceful about it, but she kind of had this look that I know all too well. She was just kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. She she pretty much was like, no. And my thing was forcing monogamy on a man, excuse me. Because, okay, we know monogamy is pretty much a man and a woman, or not even necessarily a man and a woman, agreeing to be with one person for a pretty permanent amount of time. That's the lifestyle that most of, you know, most people agree to. There's other type of lifestyle, but I don't give a fuck what nobody say unless you just, you find men, but there's not many men who's going to agree with an open relationship or, um, whatever other type of lifestyles there are where you guys are committed to each other and he can sleep around and both of you guys can sleep around. Most men are not about to agree with that. So the fact that he said that he felt like he was forced to monogamy, nigga, that's not the case because you know, you don't want her sleeping with nobody else. So what you would have wanted is her to grant you the privilege to do whatever fuck you wanted to do, but she would have not had to do anything else because you got to be respectful as a woman. You got to be pure as a woman. You got to, you know, can't think nobody else attractive and can't know all the big other big dicks out there as a woman. Like, you you, you hold your peace. And I don't think that was fair for him to say because, nigga, you would have never even agreed to that. So you got the audacity to tell, say, that, you know, somebody would have forced monogamy on you when it alternative alternative route. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have went for it. You would have smashed her and kept it the fuck moving and married somebody else who you want and the thing is like y'all want sex so much so bad why don't y'all marry the hoes that y'all be talking so bad about to put it down i'm just saying Mm. um i I just want to give the perspective from the mom side 
So when you get married and you have children, okay, even before you get married and you have children, your focus changes as a married woman with children. Yes, I want to take care of my husband. Yes, if I fix dinner, I'm going to make my husband's plate. I'm going to make my children's plate. But as a society, y'all put a lot on women. And y'all want women to give a lot. And it's not fair. If life is give and take, women are fucking giving all the time. I'm giving you kids. I'm giving you my time. I'm giving you dinner. I'm giving you pussy. What am I getting out of it besides money, which a lot of you do not have, Sorry. and stability, which a lot of you who talk about it cannot provide? So here I am being a mother to you. Oh, 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 oh. Here I am. It's a clip right here. Answering your calls while I'm at work, just as you are at work, and answering your questions that Google could give you answers to. Bitch, I'm about to shut this shit down because you is really telling the truth right now. And I just. Here I am working oh okay oh let, 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 let's dial it back a little bit y'all want it to go back to where oh i can just i can i i'm just wondering what brandon is saying as he's editing this for us because <laughs> he's a man but uh oh i want when i wanted to go back to the old days i want to go back to the old days okay well you wanted to go back to the old days and how men and women were previously don't ask me to provide a fucking penny on no bills not one i order of a don't ask me to pay for a date night nope even if i suggest a date night and the most i can get for your birthday is i can get in here bake this cake i can make you a homemade cake (laughs) with the eggs that i got from the neighbor Cause you too busy fucking Jane down the street to put groceries in the house. <laughs> um, and I can give you this muff that you get all day, every day. We can, <laughs> I can do that. This, so it's either this muff. This. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand what a lot of these men want and it's really not my business because thankfully my husband is not like a lot of these men but i just like it just disgusts me to see men talk about some of these things that they talk about uh you you guys to get off a little bit of topic here uh you want a bad bitch who looks like kim kardashian but then in the same breath you talk about oh you hoes got too much plastic surgery and da 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 what do you want what do you want what 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 do you you know what that's that need to be the title of an episode what do you want what do you want what do you want do you want kim kardashian or do you want somebody in the 50s in the kitchen not helping you pay 50 percent of the bills you tell me what you want because we y'all got it fucked up with the 50 50 concept anyway i pay half you pay half and then with your half you watch the kids and then with your half you also cook and clean and then with your half 
Yep. You do that. You be happy. You be fucking happy about it. Because with my half, I'm paying half, and I'm gonna come home and do whatever the fuck that I want to do that's personal to me. And um, anything else that I need to do that's regarding the house, you probably don't have to remind me about, and I'll get to it when I fucking feel like yeah. it. But I'm mostly gonna do what I want to do. And but you do got you know, you do need to cook. Why the fuck? Just, that just as a mom, mentally you you are. I'm cooking. I'm cleaning. I am going to work because society has changed so much where um, one income is not enough to provide for a household, unfortunately. So I'm doing that. Then I got to come home, make sure I wash my muff. Because God forbid your muff don't smell right after all that work you've been doing. God damn. damn, and then I gotta dress up, make sure my hair nice with my nails done and my makeup right before you walk the door with my savage Fenty on while I'm popping, you know, making this hot ass chicken over some grease. You know, I gotta you know, I can spice it up for my husband after I done slave for these white folks or whatever. And then not only that, not only that, I gotta help people with homework. I gotta be a teacher. I have to people put people to bed, get baths, put people to bed. I have to deal with the crying four-year-old or whatever. Y'all, I had a conversation where the man said, what makes, why Why does the woman have to be the prize? Why am I not the prize? Who, who the fuck said that? <laughs> so... These are all the things that women do that we just, it's, it's just so, it's so uh, autonomous to men that it's just something, oh, that you're supposed to do on a regular basis anyway, that it doesn't even get like, oh yeah, she's supposed to make dinner. She's supposed to, you know, pay the the minor bills or she's supposed to take care of the kids, even though we've been working the same amount of hours. Maybe we're working different shifts, but we both still working eight, ten hours. Um, all you got to do is come home and wash our dirty dick, and then that's just that on there. You can watch basketball, football, whatever. You literally, usually when men come home, they don't, family men or not, they come home, undo their towel, undo whatever the fuck they wore for work, and do something that's very personal to them. Right. It's not I came home and changed both of the oils in the car. It's usually it's not. It's it and when you come right. home from work on your on a weekday, you save everything that you gotta do. That's obligatory shit that happens probably once a month, once a week. Not an on y'all y'all the task that men are have have around the house is not ongoing shit. It's just like something to like cut the grass. You cut the grass what once once every two weeks. You change oil what once a month. That's not you washing dishes every fucking day almost you washing you know cleaning toilets that's something that got to be done all the time you know what i'm saying and and when we come home from work in order for us not to be and then have our weekend is we're washing and then we forgot about washing clothes because god forbid a nigga open a drawer and his jaws ain't in there yeah so i'm doing this when i get home trying to make my life easier actually women's job is to make everybody's life easier but hers is hard yeah. And you and that's and, and that's and that's what Kadeem says. Like 
you know, I didn't know when I was 24, 25, 26, like, yeah, I just saw what everybody else was doing. I wanted to get married because everybody else was getting married. And I thought that's what was supposed to happen. I thought that I wanted kids because that's what everybody else was doing. And I thought that was what was supposed to happen. And then you, you get these things and they're not the way that you think they're supposed to be or what you see everybody else doing. So it's hard. And so your priorities shift. Like, I have to be, like, society tells me, I have to do this as a mom. I have to do this as a, so, you know, that it really disappointed me because, like, I really, like, I, I hate to say that I look up to people as, you know, uh, inspiration or goals because oh. I don't look to anybody as goals. But I was like, you know, Kadeem and DeVal, like, they seem to have it all together. Like, they're doing, they got three incredibly handsome little boys, and I don't ever see them disagreeing about too much of, you know, something that's serious. But, it was. It's just really disheartening to hear him say something like that. Like, this your is that is that your only issue? Is your in your marriage is sex? That's the only issue you have. Get the fuck over it. Right. Get the fuck over it. Because, guess what? If she was, would you be so mad if it was the other way around? You know what? Gia posted, she posted that story too. I don't know if you saw um, her. I, saw it, but I didn't read the whole thing. She was like, I don't want to know my opinion on it, but some, she, she asked a question like, you know, she asked something about, would it be okay? <clears throat> I forgot how she said it, but so the, the girl replied back and she was like, no, because when he come up short on the bills, I don't go to other niggas for, for money. And I'm like, and that's on period. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the same shit. So the whole point is somebody going to come up short at some point somewhere. And I don't want to hear that sex is so, it is, yes, it's very important. I understand. I understand if you get asked like once a month, all right, sis, let's. Yes. But hey, 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 there's also other forms of intimacy that you can have with your partner besides sex. They don't give a fuck. Men, they just want that dick to be rubbed. That's what it is. They ain't trying to hear nothing about being intimate. They want that dick rub the way they want to rub it and don't act like you don't want to rub it because then it didn't count, okay? That's what the fuck they want to hear. But my thing is, okay, fine. But when I want, you know, certain things that I want and I'm not able to get those things, am I in somebody's inbox saying, hey, period. Um, ain't, ain't doing, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then it's like, oh no, that's different. No, it's very much so not fucking different. Well, just cause you got knees, I got knees too. And that's on Exactly. But we, y'all so used to us just holding our knees and holding our needs and put, putting them on hold and catering to y'all asses that it's just like. Yep. Cause we're not, we're, we're not allowed to be sexual. And that's why so many people had an issue with WAP. <laughs> But then that's the thing. We're not allowed to be sexual, but then when you get married, you want somebody to turn up big yeah. old freak. <laughs> you it want to be it's just, it's just it's just so confusing. It's so confusing. It's so you, you want me to suck the skin off your dick or not? What do you want me to do? Sir, I could have sworn you wanted me you so you don't want me to sing about this dangly thing in the back of my throat. You just want me to secretly gag it up. And and I, I don't understand like you so I'm 
I don't get it. I can't tell everybody that's what it is. So, so in theory, you have to practice to get better. So you don't want me to put the practice in. You just want me to get the dangly thing in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. do you want to reach it or not? Because we don't have to go that far. Yeah. So that was my audacity because I just, I, I would have loved to have the conversation with him about what hit him never even it never considered his wife to be okay okay well can she sleep she can sleep with other people and get money from other people and y'all can be even call it that that's what you want to do cool yeah do, do, you gonna agree with that no the fuck you not because your ego not gonna let you agree with that and yeah. i'm pretty sure a lot of women women might be like all right so if that's what you want to do if we have certain agreements in place and i can do what i want to do and niggas gonna you know bring you know money and do whatever else I want. It might be a lot more shit to agree to, but they ain't gonna want to agree to that. I'm just saying. And I get that. I, I feel like there's a lot of ways that monogamy can be dangerous. I get that because I get as a person that you're not always going to be attracted to that person every single day and there's phases and there's other people that you could be attracted to and you know there's other attractive people out there and our minds wonder i totally understand that yeah. i'm not saying that you you know i gotta be the only one you think is fine there's plenty of the bitches out here with asses and shit i'd like to see my damn self but right. also there's plenty of other niggas out here with y'all get what i'm going with that. you know what women fall in love with is the consistency of yep. what their man provides for them. Right, the consistency. We don't like that back and forth ass shit. Right. So if you consistently love me in my love language or consistently can show me that you can take care of shit and I don't have to do as much. Come on, bring it home. <laughs> then that's where the love lies. It's not a particular day where I can say like, on November 6, 2009, I fell in love with my husband. No, I cannot tell you that. But I can tell you that my husband consistently showed me one thing, and that's where I found the peace and the loving. Like, okay, like he can, he can consistently do this for this amount of time. He can maybe consistently do this forever. Well, Brittany. But then the consistency falls off when y'all fucking put the ring on the finger. That's where the consistency fall off at. Talk about it. Oh, like now I got it. All right. Now that I done bought this thousand dollar ring and it's just dead on that forever. No, the fuck do you know how you know how fast you can spend a thousand dollars? So keep it the fuck up, bitch. It's it's almost was like a race to that line, but then once you got the ring, it's like, who I'm tired here. That's all. That's all. Yeah, all right, girl, here go. All right, there. You take the lead. Not the fuck. I to hear about this ring when John got it, and I had it on, and I'm like, you, you, what you, what you want your, what you want, you want your ring back? Because I don't gotta have a, I don't have to have this. This, that's what you want. Like, this is not the biggest prize ever. This is a piece of metal with a piece of stone in it that somebody deemed was precious enough to charge you this many dollars for. It. You paid for it. I have it on my hand. I appreciate it. But what I'm not about to do is, I'm not gonna break my back 
to show you that I appreciate this ring. We're both going to be consistent in this. But Brittany, both, why, mm-hmm. why does the man have to be consistent first for you to love? Why can't you be consistent to him? Because you know what? Because I said so, and that's just that on it. I'm sorry, I had to play devil's advocate. It's okay, y'all be want to lead so much. Oh, y'all, if you want to be the leaders, you lead me in consistency. If you want to actively date me all of the time, you want to actively show me that you can do this and you could provide for our family. I will consistently lay this pussy out <laughs> on a platter like it's motherfucking Thanksgiving dinner. I will do it with a dessert, sweet potato pie, pound cake, seven up pound cake, cheesecake. Uh, I may even, you know, throw in a little white people pumpkin pie in for razzle-dazzle, peach cobbler. Whatever you want to do, like I will throw it out there. But if one time you lacking in the consistency, I'm raining that bitch back like a motherfucking fishing rod. That, and that's what it is. And 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 I will play the devil's advocate again because I know so many people will say, "Well, why does it take somebody to do it first? And but it's that's just the nature of the motherfucking beast. You want you, y'all have built a society on. Come on, come men on. Men are the leaders. Men are the leaders, and women follow. And da 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 da. And this and that. Okay, you lead with consistency. And the first time you don't show me consistency, that's the first time I'm gonna fall back because you cannot be. You can't keep your promise. So why the exactly. fuck I'm gonna keep a promise if you can't keep your promise? I'm not gonna keep promising you and giving you shit if you cannot give me the same thing. And it's just that on that. If we want to be too promising, breaking motherfuckers, we can do that. We can do that all day long. But what I'm not gonna do is allow you leeway and you not give me no motherfucking leeway. We're not doing that. That's it. And that's it right there. And, and that's, that's on motherfucking period. And that's on leadership. <laughs> and that's on teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's on the rest of the that's on I'm all these sides on Thanksgiving dinner that everybody like. And that's on period. Okay. Cause just as you looking and you like, oh my wife got a fat ass. Oh, guess what? His wife got a fat ass. And that's just that on it. Yep. And to be honest, we went in on this audacity. We did, because this audacity went just, y'all, please write in and let us know um, what y'all think about this topic. I want to hear from women, married women, you know, moms, all of that, because I'm pretty sure at some point somebody had audacity and y'all feel the type of way. Even men, write in and give us y'all raggedy ass opinion too. We'll, you know, listen to something. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i be trying to i be trying to keep my cool because i have heard that i am not uh a men's advocate girl ain't nobody a men's advocate but another motherfucking cracky ass man and you know what but you know what i be really trying to be there for the black man i really feel like you know if ain't nobody else there for the black man like i have like hey all the black men in my life. Hey, here's the avenue for therapy. Here's, you know, I'm going to listen to you. Even when I don't feel like fucking listening. I'm going to, you know, even when y'all don't ask me, you know, hey, are you okay? Or, hey, B, I'm proud of you. Or, hey, this and this. And da, 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 da. I'm there for the black men in my corner. 
But can they say that the black men are there for the women, for, for, for us? I don't really. And you know what? Maybe I do have some issues with black men because of the way my dad treated my mom. And I'm actively working on that through therapy. But still, what I am seeing is what I'm basing my opinion based off of. Okay, so when you say you have issues with black men and you're working on it, it's kind of hard to work on something that needs to be proven to you. For one, like I can say for myself, there are black, a lot of black men, father figures in my life have not been consistent and failed me in many ways. So it's kind of like when you dating somebody and you know what you want, it's, and you think about, okay, do I have this perfect example and the examples I have in my head are kind of like, ugh, I know what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know what I don't want. I know what it's not supposed to be. But where's the example of where it looks good and I can say, hey, that's what I want to kind of, you know, go yeah. after. Oh, it's it's kind of hard to have, it, you know, if you have issues around that. Anybody has issues with somebody who wasn't consistent. That can be a white-ass boy whose mama wasn't around. He got issues with, you know, you yeah. know. And so it's hard to, it's, 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 it's not that there's not a resolve to that, but it's more of a something that needs to be proven to you because that's all you know to associate because that's, that's, that's what, you know, not that you can't give anybody a chance. Clearly you have, you moved on, you got married. So you put your, yeah. your life and your future in the hands of another black man. But you, but we did that at a very high risk because knowing the black man that we've had in our lives didn't, didn't cut it. So how, how big of a risk is that? Yeah, I would just say like uh, if if at least seventy five percent of the black community, men and women, decided like, hey, I'm going to go to therapy and actively work on myself, that would be so much better. It would be so much better. And if the other twenty five percent of you women wasn't pick me's and riding they dicks, then maybe it could be a little bit better too. Yeah, because one day we, me and Nico are going to talk about how uh, black women uh, fuel the homosexuality mm. of black men. And I didn't want to believe that at first, but I definitely understand it. Now, I understand it definitely happens. I've been guilty of it myself. Yeah. I'm not going to say I, I've uh, been guilty of it myself because I was around, you know, LGBTQ uh, members in my home. So I've always been kind of, I've always been like, you love who you love. You can't help who you love. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Where's dinner? I don't care about none of that shit. Um, so I've been, my eyes were a little bit more um, different, a different lens. I had a different lens for that. But as I've gotten older, I do definitely see, like, you can go to the shade room comments at any point in time where you can see, like, uh, I am so twerking or whatever and, like, um, look at all this, you know, I don't say the word because I just, I don't. This FS shit, like, going on, like, this is pushing the anti-black men agenda. I want people to explain to me what the black agenda is. Wait, but let me go back to what you said. I feel like at some point, I, you know, we've, we, both of us have been tolerant to LGBT. LGBT. I don't, I don't tolerate it. I just, you know, this is a lifestyle for me. 
Well, okay, that is the wrong word, but just, I'm going to say just because I've, you know, had people in my family, so I'm definitely open to it because that's their, that's their business. It never was a judge or anything like that. It was just, you know, whatever you accept it, you know, cool. But I think it changes for black women. We can, we can be cool with that. But when it comes to our men, that's when it gets like, okay, now hold up now. And how many times have we might've said, I don't want nobody with sugar in their tank that's kind of fueling the homo, you know what I'm saying? The, right. um, and, or even saying like, well, he's a man's man or like, um, would you date somebody bisexual? All of that stuff is, and I've had to think about it. Like, and my thoughts are a lot different on it than it was before. I mean, it's different now. And it's kind of like the reasons why, you know, maybe a lot of black women wouldn't want it besides AIDS and besides, you know, any diseases, it's circled around how we view masculinity in men that's homosexual. And a lot of us have issues with that because when we can, you know, be cool with everything else and, you know, be okay with everybody's lifestyle. But then when it comes to who we with, it's kind of like, now I don't want all that shit for me. You know, kind of like, you know, white people like, oh, I'm cool. We friends, we da-da-da, but we not about to be doing all that big shit. It's a lot to do with uh, slavery as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. ooh, let's okay. Let's put a pin in it, because <laughs> we can get deep, chat. Can we go? Anywho, all right. So, moving into our manifesting Monday segment, what are you manifesting for the week? This week, I'm manifesting definitive answers ooh. and some mental clarity for some things that um i've been talking about and a little bit of creativity in there as well so that's what i'll be manifesting this week what about you uh this week i'm going to manifest and i'm going to write this down on a post-it note and stick it wherever i see i am manifest manifesting open-mindedness I can be a lot more uh, open-minded to things that I have. Uh, spiritually, I've grown a lot, but there's still some things that I'm closed-minded to. Um, like the other day, I'm I'm proud of myself because my co-work- co-workers were talking about uh, church the other day. And instead of, I had my headphones in, but I could still hear them. So instead of just, you know, continuously listening to what I was listening to, I kind of uh, paused what I was listening to and just listened to them talk and they come from a background of like Kojic and Baptist and uh, even one of them was Church of Christ surprisingly um, I just listened to what they had to say and then I kind of gave my input uh, I told them that I really enjoyed listening to them talk about church because my experience with church, with, with the church was a lot different so um, I'm never knocking, ever knocking anybody's spirituality or religion or anything like that because I could still learn and still grow from that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just manifesting a lot more uh, open-mindedness with life in general. Uh, and then I am manifesting as well, um, coming to terms with getting uh, forgiving <laughs> Uh, forgiving people that I'll never get an apology for. Mm-hmm. Um, I can forgive you and never still fuck with you at the same time. 
Um, so I'm actively listening to this book called, let me say it right, Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. Okay. And it's by Lindsley C. Gibson. And it's how to heal from distant rejecting rejecting and uh, self-involved parents and uh i'll be trying not to break it down as i'm listening to this book and when i say forgiving somebody that i'll never get uh an apology for specifically for a parent because my parent has passed away um as listening to this book i have to realize that my parent was emotionally immature because his parent was emotionally immature and so it's just a cycle that i have to break and i have to be the best parent that i can be for my children because i definitely don't want to pass this down to my children and then i don't want this to be a cycle of abuse um so it's just um it's it's a good listen but it's a hard listen at the same time so i'm definitely going to have to get the the physical copy so i can make some notes and highlight but it's just like oh so he acted like this because of this and this and i act like of this because of x y and z so it's it's about a six hour listen but it's a really good it has transformed my life and i'm also listening to four agreements again so just open-mindedness and forgiveness i believe i should i I feel like everybody should listen to four agreements like once a month well listen at least if not once a month then at least every quarter yeah because um it is i was all in when it happened i was like i can agree you know we can do this but then it's so easy to get your feathers ruffled and be like fuck that yeah but one thing it helped me for sure to see for sure for sure is it ain't about me yeah problems and and that has to help you be peaceful but it's just hard when somebody else is not there yeah um i'm gonna do let's break down the four agreements for our listeners who have not listened to the four let's do an episode on four agreements okay yeah 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 definitely we Um, you can do two and I can do two and yeah, let's let's break it down. I'm adding it. Okay. Yeah. Okay guys. So uh thank you for listening. Oh wait, 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 wait. Since y'all ain't gonna give us no motherfucking black love stories, I'm gonna create, you know, start pulling from IG and Facebook. You know, I'm just gonna start reaching out to people to see if we can share these black love stories. So even if you're sh- you know what? Next week, I will have my own Black love story to share on the podcast. I'll do one of them for myself, and I'll do, you know, later on down the line, me and my husband. But y'all shy about these damn Black love stories, so we're going to get it on and popping, okay? We're going to get it on. And I guess I can do mine, too, or whatever, because, you know. Yeah, so we're going to get these Black love stories on and popping. Like we said, it does not have to be you know, you and a significant other. It can be, you know, how to love yourself, how to find love, you know, in friendships, spirituality, or whatever. It's just we want to highlight and focus on love 
as a community. So I have a couple of stories that I would, I'm going to reach out to people about and see if we can highlight those stories. If you want to send in your love stories, <laughs> you can do so at blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com. That's B-L-K, girlmanifest at gmail.com. Anika, do you have any announcements? No, not yet. Me either. I'm a little bit wine drunk from the TT juice over here. <laughs> you don't tell me where I need to submit my uh, auntie license at, because I'm certified and license. You know, I'm just trying to license. <laughs> you want to be auntie so bad. I want to be a TT so bad. We got to get her this auntie license. Please. She gonna I just want to hold my little and rock it back and forth. Yes, auntie. Auntie, yes. you got some money. I, for you, baby, I do. Okay? Yeah. Well, guys, please, like Brittany said, please don't hesitate to send us those stories. Um, I, I'm, it's going to be, um, I'm going to start reaching out to people as well. I believe I will possibly have one next week to share with you guys since y'all shy or whatever. What I'm tired of is y'all listen to the podcast and I appreciate all the feedback. So I definitely want to say that because I've been getting a lot of feedback here and there. Don't say you're tired, Monique. Don't say you're tired. No, no, no. I would just like y'all to channel that feedback to our email so that we can start getting some correspondence and take this podcast um, to To your level. If you guys like it, you know, so much. So if you guys could just, you know, send us an email and send the feedback, funnel it that way. That would be really, really awesome. It just take a second just to send us an email and just, you know, about a topic we help us help each other. Yes. Like 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 Greg Gregory Green said, God help me help you. Bitch. <laughs> and good night. <laughs>